Hello, and welcome. Hello. It's Atomic Radio Hour. I'm your host, Vince. And I am your hypothetical host, Olive. If y- It sounds like you've already heard this intro. It's because we're doing what we like to call a burner. And that's an episode that we record in the future for a later date. The holidays are coming up, and it's going to be rather hectic for my plans and Olive's plans, so we decided, and I'll be completely honest with you, I'm absolutely ripping this idea off from a podcast that I love called How Neil Feel with Neil Brennan and Bianca, and I don't know Bianca's last name. I've been catching up because I really am like, I really like that podcast Isn't it great? It's just great to listen to when you're cooking. Yeah, yeah, and it's... Uh, Neil Brennan is the guy who is the co-creator of The Chappelle Show, and he uh, wrote, co-wrote Half-Baked. Uh, he wrote for all that on Nickelodeon back in the day. Uh, very smart guy, very funny dude. But they did this one thing on there, and I'm just going to do the intro quick. So this is going to be on – there's probably going to be three parts of this. You'll probably hear this intro three different times. So if you want to fast forward, go right ahead. Um they did a thing on the New York Times. There is an article th- article called 36 Questions That Lead to Love. Now, Neil and Bianca on the show are not dating. They're not together. They're not whatsoever involved. They're just friends. They're friends. They're pals. They're buddies. They're homies. Like Olive and myself. So I thought, right. since <laughs> what a better way to make some content than to copy somebody else's idea. Um, <laughs> I am totally biting. I'll be the first person to say it. But also, this isn't a regularly scheduled program. This is... What we like to call a burner. This is where we just kind of do some fun side projects. Just so we make sure something comes out. We, we go a little bit off the beaten path for your viewing entertainment. Yes. But that being said, uh, I think since people are going to be hearing this multiple times, that's enough that we've said. Let's get right on into the episode. All right. You want to get right into this? Yeah. So are we just going to do set one? Yeah, we'll just because... do set one. We'll do this in three cool. parts. Yeah. So this one has 12 questions. Um, how do you, how do you want to do this? What did you say? Do you want to do like how many the nods? Do you want to just do it together? Uh, I was just gonna. I I just thought it'd be interesting if like, like I'll read the odd ones, you read the even ones, but we're both gonna answer the question. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like, if I ask the like, if I ask number one, you answer, and then I answer, and then you read the night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the, yeah, the question. Let's, let's do that. The first question is: Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? What I want as a dinner guest. See, I've got this question before, and I always struggle mm-hmm. to answer it because I really don't have any role models. Um, yeah, but it's not even necessarily a role model; just somebody you find interesting. So that somebody that I find interesting. Um, I would say. As of right now, just because of, um, I assume we can do Alive or Dead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, just because I've been, uh, re-watching Ruby and kind of binging it for the new season, I would say Monty Ohm, the original creator who unfortunately passed away. Why's that? Um, because he had some of the best fight choreography in terms of, like, directing mm-hmm. out of um, basically anyone I've ever seen. He did most of the fight choreography for Red vs. Blue. Um, he did, he basically made an entire show out of fight choreography for Ruby. And apparently he was just a really, really nice guy. And I think that it would be a lovely conversation about 
talking about a creative world and just um, taking your idea and making it into a reality. And I think that it would be a really fulfilling and nice conversation. Hmm. Good shit. What about yourself? See, um, when, when I even read the question and I've heard most of these questions already. Um, but when I first heard the question again, my first thing that I remind that was put in my head was everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth, which is a Mike Tyson quote. And yeah. I fucking love that quote of like, it's so true. And like recently, <laughs> you know, at any point you can get punched in the mouth. You could have a plan to kick somebody's ass. As soon as you get punched in the mouth, you're, you forget what it's that plan over. Is. Yeah. So every question is like a punch in the mouth of like, who do I want to meet? Like who's somebody that inspires me alive or dead. And part of me thinks like, I would want to have dinner with Samuel Jackson just just so he could call me a motherfucker and just listen to dinner, stories. Motherfucker, do you eat it? <laughs> like, yeah. And then, like, <laughs> at the same time, I've been – since the, the Tyson fight was a few weeks ago as of the recording of this, like, I would love to sit down and have dinner with someone like Mike Tyson. And I'm not a sports guy, but he's a dude who literally came from, like, nothing. And, like, I know they're like, oh, Bezos came from nothing, but his parents bailed him out for almost a million dollars. You know what I mean? So, like, he's a dude who came from, like, a rough neighborhood in Brooklyn, was a bad kid. He was a bad dude. And because of fighting, like, he turned his life around. It it got him in more trouble. Like, I would love to sit down and talk to Donald Glover and just talk about the creation of the album Because the Internet. That would um, be a really good conversation. Just, yeah, I would love to sit down and talk to Madlib, but from everything I've ever seen about Madlib, he doesn't talk. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> he just like, sits there silently and listens. He just gives one-word answers. Like, there's a, whoa. So I don't, I, like, I, I don't want to cop out and be like, well, I don't have an answer, but like, I'm trying to think of just someone who would have such a massive cultural impact that I would want to speak to. Would you want to speak to, like, a president or, like, no. a ruler? No. No. What about someone evil? Would you would you use your dinner for on someone evil? Because, like, evil can be subjective. Karl Marx. Karl Marx? I'm not yeah. saying evil. I'm not saying, I'm not saying Karl Marx is evil. I'm just saying um, to have a conversation with someone like him would be really fascinating because especially when – Like if, a philosopher? Yeah. Yeah. Because of the time that he was alive and what he was writing about and what he was talking about – can be applied to different times, yes, but also the book that he wrote that he's most known for was written in like 1860 something. And I would like it's to. It's a different time. Yeah. You've never seen an iPhone before? Yeah. Like there's, there's, uh, I don't, cause I wouldn't want to talk to Winston Churchill, cause I feel like just something about Winston Churchill, I feel like he'd be so far up his own ass. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was a bad person. Yeah. I, I think so. Um, Ooh, another good option if I'm allowed to have like a runner. Sure. Up. Um, uh, fuck, what was, um, I need to look up, um, what the fuck this As soon as we're done recording this, I'm going to think of somebody. Yeah. Uh, Alan Turing would be awesome. Why do I know that name? Because Alan Turing is the father of modern computer science. Mm. Basically was the one to decode the, the Nazi codex of, um, their encryption on their messages. It was called the Enigma Code. Huh. And he basically built the first computer to automate 
decoding their their messages. Huh. And no one no one believe cuz back then decoders were and like decryptors were people. So no one thought that a machine could do the work that people could do and no one wanted to really give him a chance. Yeah. Um but then he did it, and it was awesome. But he was also gay, so they chemically castrated him, oh. which which led to his death. I heard of this. Yeah, he was a fucking genius, and he was a great guy. And then, and then the British yes. government killed him. Yes, I did hear yeah. that. That would be really interesting. Yeah, um, super interesting character. I mean, he was a person. Chris Chan. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Chan. Yeah, Chris the Chan. Most, the most interesting and documented, the most documented. Um, person on the planet. Can you see me? Yeah, I can see okay. you. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't fucking think of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the next um, question. Holy shit! Yeah, next question. <laughs> um, I'll read this one. Yeah. Um, would you like to be famous, and in what way? I know my answer. I don't know. Um, I don't think so. I, I I see where it would have its perks. Like if I was like someone that that's as big as like Drake, and I hate Drake, but like he's massive. Mm-hmm. Like if I was something like that, that just seems like a lot. Like you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You can't leave the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Like, there's perks that'll probably come with it. Like, you probably never have to pay for, pay for clothes again. Yeah. If you're multi-famous, you probably never have to pay for dinner ever again. But, like, if I'm uber-famous, I'm also guessing... You can meet other famous people. Yeah, but most famous people are assholes. Yeah. That's why, like, the last question, I was kind of, like, uh, about it because of the whole, like, don't meet your heroes thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, it's cool, but I don't I don't know. Like, it has its perks, but I think, like, did you ever read the thing You can thing just that, say that you wouldn't want to be famous if you want. That's an answer. I know. I feel like there is this um, part of, like, everyone's ego that wishes that they were a household name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause, because, like... Like, that's what I would want to be. A household name? Yeah, I... I wouldn't want to be a celebrity. No. Like, I think, but that's very different from being famous. Yeah. But, no, I would kind of want to just be more of, like, a household name. Like, I would want to invent something or do something to be someone that's in the cultural zeitgeist. I want to end up being on a Cards Against Humanity card. I want to be a verb. Like Bill Gates. Yeah. To Google something. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Be like, oh, you I would like to be someone that's notable. Um, and that did some, something, someone that did something important enough to gather notoriety without being like a, a Hollywood asshole. Yeah. You know? I also have a theory that if you're, if you have enough money and power, you eventually just start, <laughs> you just start just being famous. Well, no, uh, uh, sexually abusing children. Oh. That's an interesting because, like, theory for another episode. No, because just hear me out. I'll explain it quick. Because, <laughs> right, like, fine. look at all these famous people that have everything thrown at them and they just start having sex with children. Like, it has to be, like, this is the one thing that... <laughs> it has to be some mental, just 
just goop. You, you're that, you're that just told wrong. no constantly. This is the one thing. Like, you're told yes to everything, even to shit that, like, you're supposed to be told no about. This is the one mm-hmm. thing that everybody can't do. Because it's bad. No, if, I'm not justifying <laughs> it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, it, it's the it's the only reason. Dude, okay, go back to Drake. Drake follows models that are 17 years old, and then as soon as they turn 18, he messages them on Instagram. You up. <laughs> yeah yeah sorry that's sorry weird. so that's weird. yeah i want to be a verb <laughs> to uh yo did you um did you go vincing last night yeah. vincing yeah i went vincing what do you think what do you think of vincing would be um i have no fucking idea i know what an olive would be what not getting the work done <laughs> oh, you're just making me feel bad. oh come on You want to hear the third question? Uh, yes, I do. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what... This is question three. Do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? And if so, why? Absolutely. Because I have general anxiety. <laughs> so, um... I have a mental bulleted list to go through before I, before I go on to a phone call. Like, if I'm calling my doctor, I need to be like... Alright, first the pleasantries... Then the, this is what I need and I want it now. And then I have the, um, other various questions section. And then I have the, uh, um, the farewell pleasantries. I kind of have like a little, like a mental, not script, but a, a guiding, um, a guideline for when I make a phone call because Nowadays, you don't really make a whole lot of phone calls. Like, especially with your friends, you mostly, like, text or, like, video chat or... Unless you're me. Unless you're you, because you're, uh, 95. Yeah. Um, someone is weed-whacking outside, and that's I can't just great it. for recording. I can't uh, hear you it, will. So don't worry. You will. Tell them to stop. It's fucking wind... No, it's not. Um... It is winter. It literally snowed yesterday. Oh, I hear it now. Yeah. Listen to that lovely weed whacker. Fuck. That's great. Where is it in relation to your house? I need to peek out the window. Okay. It's actually a leaf blower, and it's across the street. Directly across the street. Um, wow, that's the most obnoxious thing ever. Is it the house with the dogs and the baby? No, the one next to it. With the Tesla? Yeah, the one with the Tesla. All right, go fucking destroy their tires. <laughs> go key his Tesla. <laughs> and then the Tesla will pull a gun on me. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like Spectre Gadget or the Doom, the Doom guy's yeah. little fucking thing that jumps off his back. Just eat shit. Yeah. I was thinking um, my, my inspiration for that was, um, believe it or not, that Rick and Morty episode where, like, Summer's stuck in the car. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the prompt was protect somewhere at all costs. Yeah. And it brokers, like, national peace between the spider people <laughs> and the, the government. <laughs> Holy shit. I guess we just have to wait for this to end. I do and don't have, like, a rehearsal. I'm just like, all right, call this person and ask this. And I'm just like, uh, hey, it's Vince. Um, you probably don't know me. Sorry. Uh, I, I do this and that. But I need to know, like, can I can I come by today at 3? Yeah, for my mm. car. This is this is a barbershop? Alright, but like like I'll go through like a like a <laughs> pseudo checklist of what I need to say, but I'm not like at three minutes in, make sure you say this. Like 
Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a psycho. Yeah. Um, but, like, even when I call my friends or my parents for, like, just for, for leisure, just to catch up, um, I still, like, have an idea of what I want to talk about. See, every time I call you, I just go, ah, uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. And then I call you back 20 <laughs> minutes later. So. <laughs> it's true. Um, it happens uh, basically daily. Twi- yeah, um, twice a week at least. The only person I ever called just, like, without having an idea of what I want to talk about is probably my sister. Really? And uh, sometimes my mother. Everyone else, I usually have a, a task to address. Not that that's, like, a good or bad thing. Cool. I, I just like to have an idea of what I'm talking about, because I don't want to sound like an idiot. Do you want me to read the next one? Please. This is an interesting one. What would constitute a perfect day to you? <laughs> Alright, start from the moment you wake up. Alright, I get up at, Can like... walk me through it? I get up at, like, 9 o'clock. In the am? In the am. I get up, make a nice big breakfast. Nah. I don't make a big breakfast. I make a healthy breakfast. There's a difference. You know what I mean? There's a difference. Like One is awesome. The other one sucks ass. Continue. <laughs> like, I'll make... I don't mean healthy in the sense of, like, all vegetables. I mean, like, two fried eggs, some sausage, some toast... Italian bread, you butter the one side and you put it on the thing and you smush it down real flat. We, we just always called it the bread growing up. I don't know. Like, we made the bread. Oh, shit. But it's like toast. Um, mm-hmm. Some vegetables, of course. Some, some peppers, some onions, some spinach. Okay, so this is an awesome breakfast. The, not a suck-ass breakfast. No, no. Like, it's a, it's healthy. Yeah. It's not like, oh, it's healthy. It's healthy. It's hearty. Yeah. Like, it's good. Yeah, maybe yeah. some potatoes in there. Uh, maybe. Depends on how much time a I A well-rounded meal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice tall glass of water. And then, honestly, I think I would, like, go hang out at a park. It's, like, sweatshirt weather. It's, like, kind of sunny. I'm in a shaded spot. Kind of, like, go hang out. There's a train station that I hang out at. Well, not now, because it's too cold, but when it was nicer out, I would just go there and sit there. And, like, just kind of people watch. Just sit there with bread and feed the birds because you're ancient. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't feed birds, but I would just sit there and, like, watch people and, like, look at the people that come to this town and be like, oh, you're all dumb. And just kind of, <laughs> like, you know, kind of just sit back and relax. And then maybe take a late lunch at, like, two. Mm-hmm. Maybe get, like, some soup or a salad. Nothing huge. And then I think, like, kind of just hang out. Maybe, like play minecraft like i'd play something with a friend yeah or I, i'd maybe play something with my brother or do something and then pretty much wait until uh dinner time and then cook with like a group of family or a group of friends or both and then my favorite types of dinners are the ones where you finished eating two hours ago and you're still just sitting there Mm-hmm. And then kind of do that. Hopefully by that time, kinda it's like, like dinner with my parents. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully by that time, it's like nine, ten o'clock. Um, well, I took a shower in the morning because I'm not a monster. I took it after I, I ate breakfast. Um, 
but like sit down on my 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 bed and just kind of relax. Maybe play something by myself. Maybe watch a movie. Um, just kind of sit down, relax. Go to bed around eleven. I don't need to like. That's a nice vision. I don't need to like get my ass ate. Like I don't need like some crazy shit to happen. Like I just want to hang out. Like and just. My my perfect day is a little bit different. Okay, let me hear. Um, so I wake up in a daze from anywhere between noon and two. <laughs> okay. Um, hopefully I was, uh, drinking last night and I wake up without a hangover. All right. So I wake up, you know how like you just like coma yourself out and wake up and you're like, oh, that was a good one. No. No, you've never had a restful sleep in your life. No, I've had a restful sleep, but I don't wake up where I'm like, I don't wake up like a drogger from Skyrim. (laughs) (laughs) See, I wake up like a drogger from Skyrim. I know. (laughs) I wake up and I just go, it is time to rise. And I'm just like, hello. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So hopefully it was the best sleep of my goddamn life. Um, From there, I probably go to the restroom and check my phone. Um, oh, you're you're giving like, me the minutia. No, not not. I'm not gonna really okay. dig too deep. But that's a very. I like to be informed, so I want to know what bad thing is happening today, or what good thing is happening today. Okay. Um, so I, I usually like check Twitter. That's something that I usually do in my morning like cycle. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully by this time, I already smell the breakfast that someone else made for me. Okay. Um. Yeah. Because I like to be valid. taken care of. Yeah. Um, so then I would eat as a family with, uh, whoever I'm, um, whoever I'm, like, with, whether it be my partner, my friends, my parents, Mm -hmm. um, and at this point, um, we've just finished our brunch, and, um, probably have a, have a drink with brunch, just because, like, I assume this is a day off and it's a perfect day, um, Later on, uh, in the, like, afternoon, the late afternoon, I would probably go out with someone, like, whether it be, like, to a store or, like, just, like, go on a car ride, but just, like, enjoy the company of someone, but somewhere else, Mm -hmm. not just, like, in my home. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I get tired, which is around like 6 p.m. because my my social battery is very thin. Um I come home and I snuggle up on the couch and I watch a movie with uh whoever's home or like watch TV. Um hopefully I get to cuddle with someone because I'm a very affectionate person. Um and do that for for a little bit, but we don't finish the movie because we get distracted and start playing Smash. Um, and then we end up going back to watching something after we're done playing a couple rounds of Smash. Uh, and then at that point, the dinner that somebody made for me is already done and it's hot and everyone is just enjoying the fuck out of it, enjoying each other's company. Um, and then um, have a few drinks and uh, 
probably watch or game again. I, I do um, a lot of really like comforting activities for me is watch and game, mm-hmm. uh, or game and watch. So they can make something out of that. Um, and yeah, when they're uh, not DMCAing people for trying to raise money for the mentally unwell. Oh my god, I know. Uh, that's a yeah different episode. That's a different video. Um, and then uh, crawl into bed after everyone else is asleep and at the ripe old out hour of uh, three or four in the morning. Because I do need that like three hours at the end of the night to kind of decompress and just be with myself. I need to hang out with myself mm-hmm. a little bit. Because though I really enjoy the company of people, I do need to hang out with myself. And usually that's like playing a solo game or like watching something mm-hmm. and gra- grabbing a little goldfish snack and just like being alone in my my perfect little world here. Cool. Yeah. Who's next? Me? Yeah. What? When did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? Does humming count? I don't know. Because I hum and whistle constantly. Yeah, I don't even... I was trying to think of this, and, like, I don't even know. The last time I sung to myself or someone else was, um... I sing in the car Mm -hmm. when there's a song on that has lyrics that I know. So the last time that I, like, sung sung was I was scream singing lyrics from uh from uh Casey Lee Williams who does the singing for the Ruby soundtrack um because those songs slap uh and I was singing it with my my friend Aislinn that has made a cameo appearance on the show before yeah and she only listens to anime soundtracks <laughs> no, she also listens to lo-fi and bad music. You you literally didn't have to tell me it was her because you said anime, and I was like, oh, it was Aislinn. Like, I knew it. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, she also listens to uh, lo-fi music, electronic, and bad music. Yeah. She literally just has, like, playlists of bad music on her phone that she listens to, <laughs> and it's kind of amazing. Yeah. It's like a cathartic um, activity to just shit on this bad music together. Um, so yeah, that's when I was last singing to myself. It was probably, I think it was the song Armed and Ready. But the acoustic version. Oh. Fuck, that song is so good. I don't... Um, what about you? I don't know. I don't know. I'm I thinking, personally like, love singing. I, I'm very musical. I, like, beatbox to myself a lot. Like, if I'm just, like, in the shower, I'm like... But, like... I don't know. I don't really sing to other people. If my... I don't know. I don't really have an answer for this one. I guess beatboxing to myself whilst in the shower an hour mm. ago, if that cla- if that counts. I kind of like singing while I cook, too. See, I like listening to podcasts while I cook or YouTube videos. Yeah, I, I usually listen to podcasts when I'm cooking or doing dishes. But sometimes I'll just put on a music playlist and just, like, I'll be, like, doing the dishes to the beat <laughs> like a psycho. And um, 
It's just really fun to just, like, dance it out while I'm doing something. The, the last time that I can remember is when I sold my car. I was standing in my kitchen with my sister playing Gimme the Loot by Biggie with no shirt on, a cigar, not lit, but just there for the effect, <laughs> a handful of cash and, a, like, a hat on. And just, like, yelling the lyrics to the song that, like, I still know all of the words. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't even know. I feel like when we drove home with you, I sung something pretty fucking loud, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, whenever we're in the car, you'll hear, like, a dope line and be like, hold up. Like, play that, like, that. like play yeah. that six more times. Yeah. Just like, and then you play it and I'm just like, oh, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> you want to read the next one? Sure. If you were able to live to age 90 and retain your mind or body of a 30 year old for the last 60 years of your life, what would you, which would you want? Body. So body. Why would you want the mind of a 30 year old? The mind that's of a ninety-year-old. That's an interesting take. The mind of a ninety-year-old is is uh, maybe has like dementia developing, but you have literally years of knowledge. You have near years of of experience and wisdom and knowledge. You've met a bunch of people. You've done a bunch of things. And if I still have the body of a thirty-year-old, I can still do shit and not get tired at five p.m. I mean, you already get tired at 5 p.m. Well, yeah, but that's because I work nights, but fuck you. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. I actually agree. I, I would I would definitely keep the the, the mortal coil, um, so to speak. Because um, imagine having the body of a 30-year-old. You could just nurse your health up to, like, perfect by 30. And then just live on your, like, golden years when you have money and just whatever you want. Yeah. And just – you get 60 years of that, of, like, being at peak performance. Yeah, dude, imagine being, like – Because being a 30-year-old is peak performance. Dude, imagine being a 75-year-old and you're bedding 22-year-olds. Come on. I'd be like, Hugh Hefner, come on. Just the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. dude, just schmeet all day. <laughs> No, seriously. Like, I'd rather I'd rather wake up and not go. Uh, I already and, do that. Yeah. I wake up like a Skyrim drawer. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I'll be ninety, so I'll be sitting around waiting for my kids to call all day. But still, like, <laughs> but if you had the body of a thirty-year-old, you would go out and fucking ham it up. You would live it up. Because dude, Cause you think wouldn't. Of, you wouldn't be in constant pain. Dude, think about how tight of. Yo, I was at this party last night. Yeah, I met this dude who's like ninety four. Why was he there, dude? I don't know, but he was ripped. <laughs> he was so cool. It's like he was. Buck have you ever met someone that's like in their fifties or sixties that looks like they're like thirty or forty, and yeah. they're like they they they're a cyclist, yeah, and they do CrossFit, yes. and they only drink kale. And, and carbonite do to keep themselves perfect. Kav McGraw, like they're just the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're just perfect golden beings. Yeah. I, I think of Ned Flanders whenever I think of that because there's an episode where that you find <laughs> out that Ned Flanders is like really in his sixties, but he's like ripped. Like he's just so like healthy and well put together that you wouldn't guess that he was in his sixties. Mm -hmm. I had a professor at school that was 
probably like in his late fifties. Looked like he was like twenty eight or wow. early thirties, and he was like this crazy cyclist. And I don't know, it's a lifestyle, Dude, like George it's a Clooney. commitment to George that lifestyle Clooney. of of peak performance. And like honestly, if everyone did that, we would live on a better planet. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to shoot us the next one? Yeah, the next one is the phone. Hold on. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Oh, this is a sad one. Because I'm relatively likely to get hate crimed, so that's my secret. I mean, hunch. I don't think you are. You, you uh, would be surprised at the statistics I've read. They're yeah, but statistics horrible. are just that. Just because yeah. their statistics don't mean anything. Did yeah. you know that ninety? Um, did you know that the ninety-six percent of statistics are made up on the spot? Like that sounds made up. Yeah. Like the statistics that you read don't take into account location. They don't take into account um, age. They don't take into account what part of a transition they are in. Uh, people that are transitioning two weeks in don't pass as much as someone who's been transitioning for a year. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, yeah, the the people that they that they put through the questionnaire could have been x amount of people, but they were all from this location. Like if you if you take a if you survey people, but you only get from Massachusetts, and you then apply that to the rest of the United States, there's 49 other states that don't have any representation there. Mm. I've done pretty extensive research, and uh, it kind of. Sucks everywhere. Not so much in the north. Like I'm kind of in the best case scenario of living in New York State. Yeah. Um, I've got the most going for me here. Um, so I don't think I will be hate crimed here, especially because I live in a small city and not the big city. I also think um, that like you won't be because people don't fucking give a shit about other people. Like genuinely, like if you stay just out of don't other care enough, no one get love or hate enough. I just had this conversation with my cousin. Like if I go to the Wawa. And some guy's like, fucking asshole. I'm going to look and be like, yeah, I'm a fucking asshole. And then I'm going to walk away. Like, mm-hmm. and if he if he tries and comes back at me and says something to be like, you really want to, like, catch a charge or yeah. do something dumb because you called me an asshole and I like, told you I'm, I was an asshole. <laughs> I'm not putting jail time on the table just to fuck with someone else. It's, it's, it's I've, got, yeah. dude, I've got better shit to do. Dude, it's the most American thing is to tell somebody that you're like a hard ass, like you're a bad dude, and then when push comes to shove, you don't do a goddamn thing. Yeah. That's the most American shit. It's posturing. Yeah. Um, wh- how do you think you're gonna die? Uh, probably a heart attack. Yeah. I don't see myself being an old man. You gotta get get those uh low cholesterol uh Cheerios. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I don't I don't see myself being an old man. I never have seen myself as an old man. I can't see myself with kids. I can't it's because you were an old man by the time you were fifteen. Well, yeah, I, of course, but like all jokes aside, I don't I know, all jokes aside, yeah. I, I genuinely can't see myself being fifty. So I don't know how I'll die. I just hope when it happens, every time somebody says, did you hear how Vince died? It's a different story. That's really funny. I just want it to be every single time is like, oh, yeah, he was uh, he was transporting. <laughs> Mine is no. <laughs> he was transporting. <laughs> he 
was transporting um, a bunch of children that had been saved from the border uh, into homes that they were all adopted into. And then it's like, well, what happened? The, the 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 truck caught on fire. The kids are fine, but he died a hero's death. Like just just and then the next day, like, like I, and just till uh, it gets to the point where like he chopped in his uh, in his neck and just immediately got decapitated. Just every time is a different story. So like nobody really like that's what I want is oh he had a rare blood disorder like like two two generations down the line when they talk about me as a great great grandfather they're like how did he die and it's like we don't fucking know. Everyone just fucked around so hard that we have no clue. We have no fucking clue. Like, people Even are writing it in their diary. the death certificate's dying. fucked up. The death certificate says, just says he died to death. Like, that's <laughs> he it. Died. Like, he died to death. Like, that's it. Like, there's nothing special on it. Like. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, don't like, I, I want the most outrageous one to be, like, him and Godzilla were boxing. Like, like how hit, like Charles Barkley and Godzilla had a dunk off. Like him and Godzilla were fighting and Godzilla was winning. And then King Kong showed up, the new King Kong and fucking like helped <laughs> See, out. I want it to be the most mundane shit. Like, oh, he got a pinched nerve and died. Yeah. Like, like I was cooking <laughs> and like the, the kitchen got too hot and I got a little fucking and I passed out and million dollar babied my neck on the stove or the cabinet or something and I sat there for like splinter that got infected and died yeah yeah like or just like he chose did I ever tell you the fucking Assassin's Creed thing Mm -mm. okay so spoiler alert for an Assassin's Creed game I don't remember which one but uh there is an Assassin's Creed where Desmond the main character dies coming either coming out of the animus or while in the animus or something i don't remember and i knew that he died but i didn't know how and there was a kid on my bus who told me he was a huge assassin's creed fan and i was like oh man it sucks how desmond dies he goes what desmond dies in the new one i'm like yeah you haven't played it he's like no i don't have any money yet i'm trying we're like fucking 14 15 i'm like Mm -hmm. yeah well it gets really really amped up and they're like desmond you have to come out of the animus or you're gonna you're gonna die you have to come out now and he's like no just two more hours two more hours and we'll be done and they're like no we have to get you out and they like force him back in there and eventually he comes out of the animus and he's been in there for like almost 30 hours and they're like all right desmond you need to rest there's a there's a there's a turkey club and a lemonade in the next room eat that because you because you haven't eaten in 30 hours and then go take a nap and he's like oh thanks and he like wipes the sweat from his brow and he sits down and it's just an uncut like like shot of desmond coming out of the animus into this other room and he sits down and it's just him eating a sandwich and he takes like the third or the fifth or the sixth bite and he just starts to choke and he's like chokes to death on a turkey club and like he goes to grab the lemonade but he's choking so hard that he like knocks it over and he's like ah and he dies and then like an hour later these people like walk in they're like what the fuck he died and this kid believed it that's how i want to go choked on a turkey i want to go choking on a turkey club oh that's so fucking good fuck all right let's move on to the next one so, name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. That's us. Uh. <laughs> appear to have in common. I don't know. We don't like a lot of the same shit. Um, we have some crossover in, in music. 
we have some crossover and things, but I feel like we have the few things that you and I both like. Mm-hmm. And then we have vastly different, like, it, when it comes to style, when it comes to... But, like, that's okay. No, I'm not saying it as a bad thing. Yeah. Opposites attract. But I'm saying it in the sense of, like, outside of, like, Fallout, I don't really know anything that we both have, like, super in common. Like, you mm-hmm. listen to a lot of the same music I listen to, but I feel like you only listen to it because I showed it to you. Yeah, um, for for some of it, yeah. You know but, what like, I mean? Some of it stuck around. Like, I still follow, like, Kendrick because yeah. I really like that style. Yeah, but I'm not saying, um, I'm not saying like, oh, you only know that because of me. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, I don't feel like you would have found that on your own. Right, yeah. Like, it's something that I was I, like, yo, check this out. And you were like, oh, this is cool. Like, you, everyone, like, picks from different boxes, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's the best part of having friends is that you can say, yeah. like, oh, this person showed me that and this person showed me this. I don't know. Yo, Chuck, I think I found that sound you're looking for. <laughs> like, you and I work differently. Yeah. You you do things one way, I do things another way. Like, I don't know. I don't really know what we have in common. Um, I guess we have commonality in, like, the way that, like, we were raised, I would say. Like, we have, um, we're first generation... Americans. I guess. I wouldn't really consider that the way I was raised, though. I would just consider yeah, that a but, circumstance of being born. <laughs> like, yeah. but I get what you're saying. Like, we got a sim- similar beginnings to the origin story, you know? Yeah. It's a tough one. This is tougher than I thought. Yeah. I don't know. Can we move on to the next one? I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. Why don't you read the next one? For what... I don't like the way this is worded. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Hmm. I am... most grateful for the people in my life. I'm really grateful for my, my family and my friends... And, um, honestly, without my friends and my family, specifically my sister, I am not certain that I would be on this planet today. So, I'm really, really grateful for the people I have in my life because sometimes I get in my own head and it becomes, um, very scary in there. So, having people to kind of um, support me when, when I'm having trouble, uh, is, um, really delightful that I know that I can lean on people. What about you? This might sound, like, narcissistic, um, but in the words of Snoop Dogg, I'd like to thank myself. Uh, (laughs) just because I forget who said it, it's from a play, but hell is other people. Um... As much as you can love and admire and cherish the people around you, your own expectations are going to get in the way and it's going to ruin those other people for you. So I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just, I see where you're coming from and I agree with you from for a, for a percentage of that. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, the ability to learn, like I'm grateful that I'm not a moron. 
Like, I'm grateful yeah. that I can, like, I mean, contrary to popular belief and what Kyle might have told you, I'm, like, happy that I can read. Like, I'm grateful <laughs> that I have, like, a basic set of skills to talk to people, to learn more, to be able to to have, like, a drive that wants to go out there and see more of the world and do things and not just sit around all day and fucking... An explorative spirit. Yeah, like, I'm just happy that I'm not... Like, bleh, 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 bleh. like I'm just like I'm not droopy from fucking those old cartoons. Like, <laughs> like I'm just I'm grateful that like I have interest in things. Like I can I can see a sneaker, and where somebody just sees a sneaker, I see like there was a lot of thought put into this. Like I'm happy that I can look deeper into things. It's like kind of the the light of creation, if you would. What do you mean? Like um the spark to. To learn and do and yeah, figure it out. Yeah, because like I hated school, but I love to learn. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking couldn't stand going and being there. But like, do you remember that phase? Because, I, I mean, was- it doesn't help that they make it the most miserable experience that they possibly can. They don't try to make it interesting. Yeah, but like, I went through a whole fucking phase where I wanted to learn more about animatronics from the fucking eighties. And then you did. Yeah, just because. Because the internet. Yes. <laughs> so, like, I, I appreciate what you're saying, and I can understand that, that people are great, and, like, you can you can pick your friends, and you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. And something that was told to me very, very early on that I kind of, well, I mean, if they're into it, uh, there's something <laughs> that, like, I've held on to was having a family sucks because if your family fucks up, you're stuck with them. But if your friends fuck up, See ya. So, like... I don't know. I I kind of disagree with that, personally. What do you mean? Because I consider my friends to be a part of my family. I see what you're saying, but there is a line... Kind of like, um... It's kind of more like... Like, I, I find my tribe and... Um... And I stick with it. I... Um... I admire my friends so incredibly... I, like, they, I, my friends are my family. I hear what you're saying, and I agree with you to an extent, but there's a line. And not to call back to a previous episode or anything, but much in... Maybe this is why I like Kaiser's Legion so much. Kind of in that way, I will not accept... I will not accept defeat. Like, if you wrong me in some way, you're gonna... Like, metaphorically, you will be tarred and feathered and thrown into the Grand Canyon. There's a line. Don't cross the line. That's all. That mm. it's a respect thing. Do not like cross not that come line. Come into your house and spit on your forehead. Yeah, like, well, not even that. Then I'd be like, "What are you doing? Like, are we taking our pants off? What's going on? Like, yeah, why are you fuck. spitting on yeah. me? Like, <laughs> like, what's going on here? <laughs> like that. Like, that's not something. Like, if you do something that is so, like, I mean, if you ostracize me. For something I didn't even want to do in the first place and make me look like the bad guy, you can go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like, get it. Like, there's just a line there. And at any point, or, okay, if we find out that you're following girls home that from a school that you don't go to and you've already graduated two years ago, 
You can get fucking dropped. You get fucking dropped. If I don't like the people that you're with and I think you're going through something and like this happened to me in high school. I stopped yeah. hanging out with a kid because I didn't like the people he was hanging out with once we graduated and he got upset that I like never called him again. And like I was just like I see the people that you're around and you you become a product of your environment and you're at the age where you have the ability to stop that and you're 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 actively going into it. And I don't want to yeah. be associated with that. I don't want to be a part of that. That's that level. That's that, like, that's that line. You know what I mean? But, like, between, like, us, I consider you to be a part of my family. Like, I'll always have your back. Yeah. I love you, man. See, I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the word family. This is a whole other conversation for another day, but I don't like the word family. Um, I don't. Because there's too much implication and expectation with it. Um, hmm. There's just too much of a of a constant, like... Because this person is my family, I have to act this way. The, the family members that I have, and there's not many that I'm close to, I don't even see them as family members. I just see them as people that I've... I don't even really even see them as friends. I don't even see my friends as friends in the, in the term friends. And hear me out when I say this. I see them as just people that I... I think putting labels on things is dumb to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just people that I choose to associate with because I like their character or their outlook or something about them is admirable. And it doesn't matter if I'm related to them or if I just know them from X, Y, or even Z. <laughs> you allow them to cameo in your life. Not, well, no, not <laughs> like that. Because I know, I know. But in a, in a way, yeah, because you're only as good as the company you keep. And you have to keep good people around you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. want f- flunkies, fogies, other words that begin with F. To, to, to say someone's kind of like a loser. Like, I don't want, I don't want that shit around me. Right. I want positive people around me. I want people that are happy. I want people that are, have you ideas want and ambition. people that build you up. Yeah. Like, I don't know how the fuck we got here. I don't know. I think it's a, in, insightful though. What question are we? From, from like my perspective, like, yeah, I kind of agree with you. Like, there are certain people that are, are members of my uh, blood family that I'm not even nearly as close to as like, people that are like for the likes of you or like some of my friends here in in new york yeah um like people that i cherish people that are living treasures in my life because like not to be gay or anything but i cherish you man you want to go to the next one (laughs) sure um what what are we on number 10 If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? I I would have not have been raised in this town. <laughs> mm. Um I we would have still lived in Brooklyn. I fucking hate Pennsylvania with such a passion. Um there is nothing here and I get that my parents left because they thought there was going to be more opportunity here than there was there and whatnot. But like, there's nothing here. You either, you either work in tourism, you work in food or you get addicted to opioids and then you die. And, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's not healthy. It's just not a healthy environment. And I just, I see people around me that are just, 
going to be here or one of the surrounding areas for the rest of their lives. And they just seem miserable. And I mean, I guess it's the same thing if we still lived in New York, but at the same time, like you could get a job three blocks away or a town away and you could work the rest of your life there. You could work in the city and it wouldn't be great, but like you would have a different set of skills. You would have mm-hmm. access to better fucking food. At least you'd be surrounded by some of the most interesting people in the world. I, If we still lived in Brooklyn, I would have been a DJ. Like, I just know it. Like, I just know I would have been a DJ. I would have, I would have been 13 and I would have found a place that sells shit. And I would have had a dude who would have mentored me. And I would have, I would have made a fucking career out of that. In Pennsylvania, in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, when I was a kid and wanted to do that, there was no, fo- who the, f- where am I going to go to learn? Outside of YouTube, I could go on YouTube and I could watch every video I want to watch, but I don't have anybody that has the equipment that I can use to practice on. Yeah, I, and I, uh, even beyond that, YouTube isn't the replacement for uh, being an apprentice at something. Yeah. Like, there's not someone there to guide you and show, like, show you the ropes. Yeah, yeah. And that guiding hand is very important when it comes to crafting a new skill. Yeah. What, what was I going to learn how to do? Become a carpenter? Like, like working, I don't know about you, but I mean, work, not, I'm not to spit carpenter. on carpenters because carpenters do some pretty fantastic no, work. No, but like working with but wood that's is not, a lot well, of fun, that's not but I don't want to do it. Like I wouldn't want to do it as a job. Yeah. Like this is just an area where, where, where you come to die. Like it's just, it's, it's awful. Hmm. ba What about you? Um, I guess like. I don't know. Mine, I guess, isn't quite the answer to the question, but kind of its own kind of little side tangent. Um, as uh, our listeners may or may not know, I am transgender. So, um, sorry, I no, wish... that's a joke. <laughs> I um, no. Um, thank you for your apology. Sometimes <laughs> it's hard, um, but I wish that I would have known that earlier and started the process of. Uh, living in my, my true skin, living as a woman earlier, like something that, something that keeps me up at night sometimes is, um, that I'll never be able to go through high school and grade school as a girl. Do you think we would have been friends if you came out earlier? I don't know. I I would hope so. Um, I still... Like, like I said, I admired you when we were in, uh, in high school, you were so outgoing and you seemed to make friends with everyone. And you were just like a really cool person that I looked up to before I even got to know you. Really? Thank you. Um, yeah. So I would think that, yeah, we would still be friends. Um, I think we would. Yeah. I know this might sound con- contradictory. I'm kind of happy that you didn't come out in high school because high school would have just been fucking awful for you. It would yeah, have like, been miserable. Being, being where I am now, I kind of have a baseline layer of like better self-confidence skills and yeah. social skills yeah. that I've kind of developed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, nothing's perfect, but no, but also I know who you were in better, high school. Yeah. Like, like it's better than it was. I, but, like, imagine if I would have known that trans people existed in, like, grade school and been able to, like, do that research early and have, like, been able to talk to my parents and be like, hey, this is what's good. Like, it would have been something that could have been taken care of a lot earlier. Me knowing you? And would have been able to mitigate a lot of the things that, like, currently 
are uh, roadblocks for me. Knowing you now, I don't think you would have mm-hmm. done anything to you left. I really don't. I think you would have maybe told a handful of people and that was it. And you would have been like, I don't feel right. And then, but also we're looking at it through the guise of, you're looking, I, the way it comes off that you're saying it is through the guise of um, today's culture and not the culture of six, seven years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Early two thousands was still a different beast compared to the twenty twenties. Yeah. yeah. So I I I honestly think for you <laughs> bless you. For Excuse your me. health, for your mental health, it was much better that you waited till college. Really. I genuinely think so. I think, yeah, it sucks that you won't have everything that you kind of wanted, but at least you're getting most of but it. But from here on out, it's gonna fucking rock. You know man. what I mean? Like like you're not yeah. gonna get every attribute that you maybe wanted, but you're gonna get most of it. Like yeah. Bob to bop, skip it. No, cream. yeah, I, I, I totally, um, I get what you mean. I totally feel that. Yeah, it's just something that, like, even though I know the logical, like, uh, things and uh, behind my transition, um, it's still like one of those like mental emotional things that like you, sometimes you just wake up in a cold sweat and think about what woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's something that um. I would like to see in an alternate timeline. Cool. Next question. Do I take on the next one? Take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. All right. And go. So I was born in Pennsylvania in the small town that we are from uh, to uh, Jennifer and Darren, uh, the parents of this, uh, this story. I was Born in, I guess this doesn't matter, uh, 1998, so the tail end of the 90s, so that no one knows whether I'm really a millennial <laughs> or Gen Z. Um, I grew up in the small town and went to a Catholic school growing up um, and got a private education from kindergarten to eighth grade, and I made a very close uh, friend in high school, or sorry, in grade school, that was the son of my mother's best friend from high school. Um, in seventh grade, he died of cancer, and it destroyed my mental health uh, uh, permanently, uh, and set me up for kind of a, a miserable first two years in high school until I started to meet people that were um, that I like to keep the company of. I'll say. Um, then I started to learn more about the world, learn more about other people, and kind of like really expand my view of of life. Um, in that same time, I would um, travel with my dad and my my parents. Um, eventually, at some point, making my way to Ireland, the the motherland, if you would, um, and I got to meet some of the some of the family. I. However, stayed in the U.S. and finished my high school education um, with pretty high marks, not that that matters, um, and I found a passion for games and digital media, so I applied to college in New York, and I um, I got in um, on uh, early application for uh, a degree in games de- uh, design and development, uh, my first two years, uh, my first three years of that were super cool. I 
felt like I was learning something. I felt like I was really making good progress. Um, and then in the, the second year, I actually studied abroad in Croatia. And that was a whole nother lovely experience of getting to know the world. Um, I traveled with a really good, with most, mostly people I knew. Um, one of my really good friends, Emily, um, traveled with me to Croatia. Um, she was in the same program as me. And we, um, we stayed in Spain. We stayed in Italy. Um, of course, Croatia. We went to a bunch of the other surrounding countries by bus and train just to kind of suck up as much, much as we could out of our, um, vacation studies. But then I came back to finish my degree. My third year went great. My fourth year went pandemic. So I'm still working on school now and uh, figuring out what I want to do with my life in a, a job sense. Because I have now a baseline of skills and uh, uh, things that make me really happy. But I'm trying to figure out how to make all those pieces fit together in a way that um, makes money. And, um, also in my third year, I realized I was trans. So I started my transition in my fourth year, which has been honestly a lifesaver. If, if I hadn't have figured it out, I don't know where I would be today, but probably in the ground. And, uh, I've got 10 seconds left, so I'm going to Plug say, something, plug something, plug something. Um, listen to Atomic Tabletop. <laughs> it's probably out. No, it's not. It's a lie. But the other episodes are, that's four minutes. Cool. I didn't expect you to actually take four minutes. It was hard to kind of break up my life into little sectors. <laughs> Alright, do you have your phone ready? Four minutes, uh, bucko. Alright, hold on. Alright, you ready? Yeah. And start. Hi, I'm Vince. Uh, I was born in 90- November of 96. Uh, again, like Olive said, I don't know if I'm a Gen Z or millennial. Some say it's 95, some say 96, 97. I don't really care, to be honest. Um, we moved out of New York when I was two, and we came here, and growing up, I was always told about New York, like it was this, like, Wizard of Oz type of place, like this kind of candy land, if you will, almost, where it was just like, you don't know about this street? And it's like, no, I don't, because we left when I was fucking two. And... We grew up, I grew up kind of in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by no other kids my age. The only other kid that was somewhat my age was, um, like four or five or six years older than me. So you can't really hang out with a kid like that when you're six. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's 10, 11, you're six. Like that's a big jump. Um, but he was like the only kid on our block. We lived in the middle of nowhere and, I just watched my parents go to work every day and me go to school and I, I never enjoyed it. I never once liked going to school. Um, I, I never felt, I never felt like I was being catered to. Um, not that like, Oh, and everybody needs to wait on me, but like, I just never felt like my, the way I learned was being, I don't want to say appreciated, but I never felt, I just never felt comfortable in school. I always felt like I was going there because somebody said you have to do this and never explained why. It wasn't like you're doing this to do X, Y, and Z. It always felt like you're doing this so you could take a test at the end of the year. And depending on how well you do on the test at the end of the year, the school gets more or less money. And it never felt like anybody cared about us. It just felt like we were, we were numbers. We were just a percentage. It didn't feel human. Um, and I really didn't enjoy school whatsoever until, I got to the eighth grade and we had young Heather on the show and young Heather gave us an assignment to write something. And 
she grab. I don't know if I ever said this publicly, and I kind of like, I'm kind of ashamed to say this, but she grabbed my mom and she was like, I've been teaching for, I think, six or seven years, and this is the best story anybody's ever written in one of my classrooms. And I didn't know that, like, I could write or even that I liked it, but like, her class showed me that. And then even from there, did you ever notice your fucking best teachers were always English teachers? Then I didn't, I didn't have like another great, great teacher like that until I was in high school and I took a drama class and she was like, we're going to do plays. And I was like, I don't want to do plays. I'd rather write them. And she kind of saw this thing in me and she gave me one of the best pieces of advice ever. And it just, life has always felt like a series of just, I'll fucking figure it out. Like, it just always seems like I'm just, like, I had my heart broken when I was, like, 13 or 14 for the first time majorly. And I don't want to say regrettably, but almost to the point where I feel like that was my defining feature for, like, three years. Like, everybody just knew me as, like, oh, that's Vince. He's upset about some girl who won't talk to him. Like, it just became this thing. Um but I like to think a lot of learning came out of it. I like to think a lot of understanding about human connection and whatnot came out of it. And, I mean, I don't know. Telling somebody your life story is such a weird thing, especially when, like, I'm normally pretty decent at just going off and rambling. But when it's your own story, like, I can make up a story on the fucking spot. But you want me to tell you what I did in my life? I, I, there's things I like and there's things I don't like. And I feel like a lot of my friends see the things I don't like and they just think of me as this negative ball of energy and they don't see me for any of my real thoughts or emotions or opinions. And they just kind of want me to play a character. And I've been trying to kind of figure out what any of this means and if any of it even matters for 24 years now. And, uh, 15 seconds left. I just got to say that, like, I host multiple podcasts now and I found something to keep my hands busy um and i'm just kind of here trying to figure it out trying to make moves and make sure that i have some sort of a positive times up positive um impact on the world and if i can make people smile or not ba bow oh nice thanks i like it thanks I don't know about you, but that was fucking a comfortable shit for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, like, kind of really digging uh, deep into the vault, right? Yeah. You want to hit me with the last one? Oh, are we already on the last one? We're already on number 11 plus one. Oh, yeah. Um, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to say woodworking. Yeah, just like a craft. Just just being able to build shit, like being able to make like props and shit, and like mm-hmm. being able to see something going. Oh, I know how to make that, and then just making it. Like being like That's really a, fucking cool. Being like a Minecraft Steve, just like or a table, like just yeah. <laughs> Be like, um, I like I like building Lego sets just because it it's something to do. Like it lets your like or, or Gundam because it lets you just kind of like you just like yeah. And this is your task. Like it, I love counting change. So if I can just like if I had the ability to know how to work with wood, like not even at a pro level, but at a level where I can learn from there, and I had mm-hmm. the equipment, fucking good to go. I. I'm split between two. Can I uh, can I explain both of them? Because one's kind of lame but practical, and the other one's kind of cool. I have a feeling your lame but practical one is what I'm like thinking about saying now. But go on, yeah. 
My lame but practical one is I wish that I could snap my fingers and be fully rested so that I could oh. constantly be doing things for 24 hours. That would because be great. I didn't think I of that. I hate the fact that, like, I love sleeping as, like, I love uh, getting rest and uh, giving my brain food. Yeah. But it's hard to get I up that eight. I feel like it often gets in the way. Yeah. Like, last night I was, um, I was playing Cyberpunk mm-hmm. and I was really enjoying it. And I was, like, upset that my body was giving out. And I was like, fuck, I have to go to bed. I just want to keep, yeah. like, I want to keep, because it was, like, a really, like, dramatic character defining thing that yeah. happened. Um, I was like, damn it, I really want to keep going. So I wish I could snap my fingers and be uh, well-rested, like a cheat code. Yeah. Um, <laughs> R1, R2, L1, L2, just, Up, yeah. down, A, B, yeah, yeah. The whole shebang. But my other one that would be uh, a cool ability is I've got this issue where I make these fully figured out thoughts in my brain about how I want, like, something to look or be described. So I wish I could replicate that perfectly. Because I, like all the time, I'm constantly, like, I'll explain. Okay. Um, all the time, I think about, like, um, different, like, concepts for for worlds and stories and stuff. I wish I could just, like, reach into my brain and take out that uh, that musical melody that I've been uh, thinking mm-hmm. of and just boom, the song is done. Or like, oh, I just thought of a really cool schematic for for like a building for in, in D&D. I want to take that and boom, it's a sketch on the page. Mm-hmm. Because I have such a problem of like taking my hands and making it happen. I wish I could like take my thoughts and manifest them. Um, and it's the worst with music because I'm uh, at like the am- a very amateur level that like even if I think of like the the melody and then like the bass line and the percussion it's kind of hard for me to wrap my brain all around it without getting distracted mm-hmm. so i wish i can uh manifest my uh runaway creativity i thought you, you were got- gonna say i thought you were gonna say a knowledge of uh different languages because i was like i should have went with that oh that is like a if cool i could just i just know out of like i, I at a fluent level, like like perfect translation, like ten ten. I couldn't speak it, but I could understand it. Like okay. like I'll 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 trade something off, so it's like I'll understand like the top ten major spoken languages in the world. I can understand it, but I can't speak it back. How about you understand ten, speak three? Okay, yeah. English is already one of them. English. What would your other two be? Spanish. Because it's I the would, most versatile. I would always language. have a job. Yeah, because if you know Spanish, you know, like my my dad spoke a little Italian um, and he would hear Spanish and he would understand it. Mm-hmm. So like if I knew Spanish, well, I could it's, it's hear... the same romantic like Latin root. So. Yeah. And then. Honestly, probably Mandarin. Yeah, I would always I... have a job. Yeah. But... Yeah. That's a big space. Um. Yeah, that's the. Oh, no. 11 plus one question. Um. Cool. We have another 11 plus one questions coming at you in the next part of this. This has been part one. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you. Uh, hit us with the outro. Baba da boop, skip it a cream. Bow. Shane Ivers? Shane Ivers? So we have an intro music and it's called Feather Duster. It was made by Shane Ivers. If you want to get it, you can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Vince... We are online, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Uh, go ahead and give a look to the description where you can find my 
uh, social media, all of social media, the show social media. There's also a link down there to our Discord. Make sure you join. It's a community of people that watch and listen and interact, and there's always something neat and interesting going on uh, in the Discord. And while you're there, we'd appreciate it if you could check out our Redbubble, where you could buy a design that we've created, put on a shirt, on a duvet, on something that you could buy a cup, some stickers, uh, and also if you could check out our Patreon. Uh, it's not... Uh, it's not mandatory that you give money towards the Patreon, but there are some people that we have to thank real quick for the Patreon. Olive, if you could. First, we have Noah. Thank you, Noah. Then we have Gage, but twice. Thank you, Gage. Once for the Patreon and once for the Discord. He pays for Nitro so we can do fun things like streaming in there. Next, we have Jordan with a Y. Thank you, Jordan with a Y. Then we have Danny. Thank you, Danny. Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. And Bones Jones. Thank you, Bonesimus Jonesimus. And remember, if you don't hear your name on this list, this was recorded in the past or future, a different time on the the timeline. But you are highly appreciated. We um, love you. Yes. Um, I think that's really everything we have to say. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Please leave comments. We really like to read them. Like the video, share it with a friend. It would really help if you put the the playlist of all the videos on and fell asleep to it. Get that algorithm going in our favor. (laughs) Uh, Create a video response, rate us five stars, you know, the whole shebang. Put us on Reddit. Um, Yeah, so thank you. Thank you. Um, stick around. If this was a shorter episode, or maybe it's longer, I don't know. It's a little bit different. You're probably going to be hearing this outro a couple different times. Um, bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Gorman Entertainment Production.